And welcome to the Friday, February 8th, 2008. That was difficult to say. It's 282008 right now. It's kind uh, of creepy. Edition of the Relevant Podcast, the audio companion to Relevant Magazine and RelevantMagazine.com. How often do you think something like that happens? 282008. I once. think once. <laughs> you sound like an owl. It's, it's the date that is the owl's date, 2820. Is that what you just said? Uh, here, I was going to say uh, owls with accents probably say that here in America they say hoot hoot. So they don't say hoot. No, they go to Yeah, you have funny owls then. Yeah, well, <laughs> our our owls know how to say more with less. <laughs> the minimalist owl. I'm Cameron Strang, and here with me is managing editor Jesse Carey. Hello, friends. Editorial director Adam Smith. Hoot hoot. And the British Invasion, Lloyd Kinsley. Hello, my lovely people. <laughs> Wait, so are these your? You're claiming that Americans are your people now? I'm. I'm referring to the entire listening population of yeah. this podcast. Lloyd is a man of the world. <laughs> he, right. I you am. Know, he's a global citizen. Not, not. You know, he doesn't belong to. We're supposed to be country. in the world yet, not of it. Lloyd's both. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm on the fence, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Today's podcast is a little different. Last week, I announced that we would have multiple musical guests, just too many to choose from, and they all flaked out. <laughs> so uh, this week, we are going to bring back a fave of last fall, and we're doing a comeback edition of Feltboard Superstars. That the, is exciting. The one and only. Really is. Now, I have to warn you, the questions this week are... are uh, <clears throat> Interesting. They're niche. They're a little they are niche. niche. Um, coming out in theaters, uh, entertainment releases. This is the segment where we do entertainment releases. Coming out in theaters tonight, we've got two amazing Oscar-worthy uh, <laughs> options for you on your dating escapades. Uh, we've got Welcome Home, Roscoe Jenkins. Finally. Martin yeah. Lawrence. This thing's been marketed since like April of last yeah. year. Yeah. Yeah, they've been holding on to this little gym for a while. He's finally <laughs> coming home. I'm, yeah. guess, I'm guessing that they've been uh, te- test marketing and reshooting a lot of it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they, yeah, they actually have, I think, well over 4,000 hours of footage. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's been it started, finished six times. Yeah, it started out starring Cat Williams. I have to go back and refilm it with Martin Lawrence. <laughs> they have so much footage, just like Planet Earth. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it's ten years in the making. Yeah. Uh, also coming out, Fool's Gold yes. for all your romantic comedy desires. Now I have a feeling I'm going to be forced to go and see that. I, I was telling Adam, <laughs> no, your wife's giving birth this weekend. She she still lo- hey she she went into labor with Elijah whilst we were watching Eternal Sunshine and Spotless Mind. In fact, we've never seen the end of that film. Uh, hmm. you, you could. It's a real mind. <laughs> yeah, we could. Yeah. I was going to say, I, I was actually talking to Adam earlier today about hey, this. I was too. Oh, about uh, this. About Fool's Gold. <laughs> which a fun, I'm a popular guy. 
a fun fact about Fool's Gold is they I've, I've heard that the buzz is so big they've actually started production on Fool's Gold 2, The Legend of Curly's Gold. So, <laughs> what? That's exciting. <laughs> and the, the second big thing is, you know, I, I snuck into a sneak preview illegally, um, got to see some McConaughey, and I told Adam this earlier. And after it was seeing actually this, the Hollywood premiere. Yeah, it was, yeah, I, a restraining order later, uh, I apologize, but I can definitely say with assurance, this is Matthew McConaughey's world. We just live in it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Fool's goal this weekend, yeah, folks. 2008 is the year of McConaughey. Again. Mark our words. Yeah. I think, I think also about... the year of the rat. <laughs> <laughs> Coincidence? Draw your own conclusion. In China, yeah. it's the year of the rat. In Iceland, the year of McConaughey. <laughs> <laughs> they, they instituted a new calendar. Uh, in stores, CDs coming out on Tuesday, the 12th. We've got Widespread Panic with Free Somehow. Michael Jackson with Thriller. The yeah, it's already come out. This oh. is the 25th anniversary edition. That, that actually has some cool artists on it doing covers. Who's on it? Adam? Uh, uh, well, not not covers, but they they redid portions of the songs with Michael Jackson. You know, added their own. Let parts. me guess. A verse from Tupac. <laughs> Biggie, Biggie. Yeah. Yes. Um, no. Will I Am is on there. Fergie's on there. Akon. Justin's uh, Con- on there. Con- Kanye. Kanye. How? How? How just bad do you feel if you're the other two guys in Black Eyed Peas? The guy that danced. The guy. I actually saw an the SNL Filipino skit. guy. They had danced. Yeah, they had an SNL skit just about that guy. <laughs> like I'm the guy in Black Eyed Peas with a ponytail that dances, and he's like dancing. I just like how when you're listening, big name, epic artists that are part of it. You're like, you know, Will I Am, Fergie, <laughs> the and other then you guy. Moved on. Yeah, and it's like <laughs> those other two guys. They just. They haven't clicked no. yeah. with the American public. It's, it's sad. I'm they're sure they're indie. doing. Yeah, I was gonna say. I'm sure they're doing all right, though. <laughs> yeah. I'm not yeah. too worried. They're about just them. cashing the check. Yeah. yeah. Uh, also coming out, British Sea Power with "Do You Like Rock Music," Sanctus Real with "We Need Each Other," and Secret and Whisper with "Great White Whale" on Tooth and Nail. Not to be confused with the Shark Whale. Uh, the also whale. coming out on Tooth and Nail. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is he also, has a new album coming. Yeah, out. I was going to say it's strange because 2009 is the year of the whale shark, but yeah. it's just getting an early jump oh, yeah. on it. The, the, shark whale. The, the whale shark sings your favorite weepy hits, <laughs> such as. Your favorite emo hits. I think that's what you'd have to sing as emo. Like, your hair is everywhere, screaming infidelities. Yeah, like a lot of old, weepy emo. There'd be yeah, some radio head tracks. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Karma, police. Oh. This song with special guest Saturn. Yeah, with special guest Will I Am and Fergie. <laughs> Check it out. We've got a lot of uh, feedback so far about the party. People are planning to come down for the party. So I uh, wanted to follow up on that. Today, all the music you're going to hear are from the other two bands that are going to be playing at, at our five-year anniversary party on March 8th. The bands are Seabird and Baron Von Baer. Now, let me say them again. Baron Von Baer, Seabird, Pigeon John. Yeah, are you seeing a theme? It's an all-animals party, It's a folks. wildlife party. Yeah. <laughs> Wild. Some, yeah. <laughs> some would call it an animal collective. It's going to be wild. Yeah. Oh, I, and we, the elephants there as well. We yeah, specifically we went after Seabird because we thought that they would go well with Pigeon John. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I hear those two birds don't mix well. We tried to get doves to yeah. open. Or the eagles of death metal. Or the eagles. Or just the eagles. Yeah. I tried to call the eagles, but they, 
they were busy. Their phone was actually disconnected. <laughs> but um, Counting Crows really wanted to play, and we just said absolutely no way. No. What about Hawk Nelson? The guy's like sitting doing? outside my office, just you know, asking if he could just help out around yeah. the office. Yeah. <laughs> He's just been doing that over and over. Like, yeah. There's not an audition process here. Just no. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, uh, if you want more information, want to come to our five-year anniversary party and hoot and holler, and the, the shenanigans. Wings will be there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hated wings. Not Paul McCartney, but wings. <laughs> yeah. um, go to relevantmagazine.com slash party, and that'll give you all the info you need. Uh, directions, uh, more about the bands, uh, specifics, all that kind of stuff. Or again, you can email Teresa at relevantmediagroup.com. She can give you the uh, 411. Uh, if you can fly in, if you can drive down, it's March 8th, Saturday night, 6 till question mark. Yes, so, you uh, can hop a train. You yeah. can take a bus. No, a you could hop bus. a train. There is, as you people know, a train track about 10 feet from our building. Yeah, you could yes. just jump off. Yeah, when you see the green building, go. Then jump. Tuck and roll. Yep. I, I think you could actually swim if you live in the vicinity of the Linking Lakes that's right outside our office. Yeah, the so. chain of lakes. Yeah. yeah. So, so if you're within a two mile radius, yeah. you and could a, swim. And, and, and you're and, a strong swimmer. And yeah. you don't have a fear of alligators. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But the black crows are playing, so that's good. <laughs> Not to be confused with counting crows. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's just hanging out outside the studio like, at dude, this point. Dude, just go home. Yeah. I don't have anywhere to go. I got nowhere else to go. <laughs> I haven't worked since the Shrek soundtrack. He sounds yeah. a lot like the whale shark right now. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> Before we move on, real quick, Snapple fact of the day. We got, uh, I got one here. It says, uh, bamboo makes up 99% of a panda's diet. That's actually untrue. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's, it's actually more around 93. So I saw that there's, there's that. now a uh, relevant podcast, Snapple Fact of the Day, um, t- testing society yeah. where people like are a, going to go and fact find. So like a Snopes. A Snopes on our message board yeah. at relevantmagazine.com, uh, specifically dedicated to validating or invalidating the snapple to best well, size beavers but if you notice the guy who started it he went down the list i think it was just off the top of his head yeah he's I like i don't think this is kind of like jesse well <laughs> here's the thing i wonder if there's other people like adam who just get infuriated every time i say that's actually not true <laughs> it's a joke people i have no idea and and my theory is neither the snapple so <laughs> Yeah, it's at, this has actually caused a huge rift between Jesse and I. <laughs> yeah. We're having a hard time <laughs> seeing it across from each other. Facts. All right, so that'll do it for your entertainment releases. Up next, Slices. You're listening to, like I said, Seabird, like I said earlier, Seabird, with the song Not Alone. At the beginning of the podcast, you heard their song Let Me Go On. Both are from their current EP that just released, honestly, a few weeks ago, um, called Let Me Go On. You can get it at iTunes. It's on Credential EMI. Uh, the funny thing is, very, co- very cool album artwork. Uh, there's a picture. I'm going to describe it for you. There's okay. a picture, like kind of a vintage photo of an upright piano, because that's in their repertoire. 
Yeah. Um, and superimposed on it is a line drawing outline of a whale. <laughs> oh, man. So it's got an environmental Seabird, thing. whales. They've won me over already. Yeah. Yeah. I think that this should be a new segment on the podcast. Cameron describes album covers. <laughs> <laughs> I think that'd be good. And then what you can do is you can do the mental picture in your head. And then go look for yourself and see if what I described to you was actually Master. better than the real thing. And they're what? like, not even yeah. close. What would, what would make it really difficult is if we just picked yes album covers from the 80s and be like, there's all kinds of messed up stuff going on here. I don't know where to start, frankly. Lots of triangles. Um, <laughs> there's an like, eye and it's kind of, there's lights coming out of it and, and there's like a, a unicorn. A, looks, a light prism. It looks like a landscape maybe Dr. Seuss drew. I don't know. This is weird, It's guys. just weird, folks. <laughs> Alright, Noah Slices. Here's Adam. Okay, so you know, I don't know about you guys, but sometimes I'll check books out of the library. I like to go to my local lending library every so often. As I mentioned last week, I yes. discovered the library. Yes. Cameron heretofore had known nothing but bookstores. You he could not he read. Didn't know that there was a system for actually borrowing books and later returning them. Well, here's the thing. I recently went to the library. It was over here. Uh, I can't remember what the actual district was. It was B&N, uh, something outside. And I got hassled when I was taking my books home. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know if that's ever some, happened to you. Some alarm went off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just took off. So. <laughs> <laughs> take them back in a few weeks. Yeah. But I'll tell you what. If they try and charge you when you take them back, because every so often, I'll let things slide. I'm a busy guy, you know? And so... I'll be honest with you. I don't always return my books on time. Shame on you. And Adam, I, you are the worst person possibly in the world. Yeah, I know. I am probably the worst kind of human being because someone else, no doubt, is desperately waiting. To, <laughs> no doubt. Yeah. For the no doubt. For, you for know. that no doubt CD I checked out. <laughs> the, for Tragic Kingdom. The libraries here in our county, I, I, re, I found out. They're, they're just wowing me right now. They're wooing me right now. I found out you can go onto their website, mm -hmm. order books, DVDs, whatever. They'll ship it to your house. Indeed. No way. Drop it in the mail to return it. Yeah. Untrue. You never have to go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, it's a good deal. Here, here's um, some. Can I, can I just interject real quick? Yes, please do. do. I don't, I mean, I don't have anything here. Go ahead. <laughs> just, okay. I understand that's part of the tax system. Like we pay for all these great services, but is there any way that, I mean, if you don't use the library, maybe you don't have to pay as much taxes. <laughs> I mean, is that an awful illiterate thing to say? Hey, yes, it is. I don't have kids Jock. in the school system, but I'm paying for the schools. Well, Everyone has the opportunity to use a library, so even if you can't you read. You just want to basically turn into a libertarian society. I wouldn't have a problem with that. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Now that Jesse is off his Ron Paul stump. Um, <laughs> fight to the he's, death. He's actually using Ron Paul as a stump right yeah. now. Yeah, he's a short little hey, dude. Hey, get on my back. <laughs> so uh, at any rate, sometimes I return these books late. And uh, personally, I don't like paying the fee. Uh, does? Well, really? there's a library... That has uh, come up with an interesting system here. Uh, the uh, library in Nashua. Now, I have no idea where that is. That could be some other country. Sounds like Wisconsin. Yeah, let's, let's say Nashua, Wisconsin. Uh, <laughs> rather than paying a fine, they will allow you to erase your fine by playing Dance Dance Revolution. What? <laughs> you can dance your way to freedom. 
from your library fine. And this is the now, government we're paying all the money to. I'm glad <laughs> to see my tax dollars are going to good right. things. You're not. It's now, Wisconsin people's tax dollars. Right. Now, there's not an exact system for you know how much you have to dance to erase your fine, but uh, one 16-year-old apparently needed a C grade on her dance to erase $14 of fines off her record. So she really just had to be average to take all that away. I'm, I'm fairly certain that all that happened there is there is a, a team of librarians who are like, this is boring. We have, all we get to do is sit around here, tell people to be quiet. I really love like playing dance mat games. How do we get them to buy one for the for the library? Sure. And yeah, so then one of them said, well, we could use it to, to erase the fines. Right, because when I think dance competition, I think library. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if if hey. anyone likes to cut a rug, it's a librarian. And they could be like, you know, these late fees, the late fines, they're a good way to encourage people to turn their books in on time. And it also helps us be a little self-sufficient so we don't have to suck so much money away from other tax things. Nah, let's do a dance game. <laughs> let's dance it away. Um, I actually have heard some rumblings that uh, you know there's maybe some legislation being introduced that would actually eliminate federal income tax in favor of a dance-based economy. I think that's what Mike Huckabee's running on. Yeah, I think so. I think so. That that's why know. Chuck Norris is so uh, you know big on him. He's into the kicks. Yep. So uh, very soon you may actually be <laughs> He's able in it to... for the kicks. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Zing, my friend. Zing. <laughs> so very soon you actually may be able to exchange dancing for all goods and services. Wow. So it'll basically be a footloose-based economy. Yeah. See, so if they switch yeah. that out with, like, Guitar Hero, I would purposefully hold back my books. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I'd never turn books in. Yeah. Well, um, a lot of people may be following the big presidential... Uh, nomination. Wait, what's going on? <laughs> All I know is about dancing in this country. <laughs> yeah, in case you didn't know, the the Republican Party and the Democratic Party are. Did you literally just say in case you didn't know? <laughs> That's why hey. I went with what's going on. Hey, some people, you'd be shocked. I really think. Yeah, there are people who don't have a vote. Yeah, have, have you have you ever seen just the people we want to keep out of the voting process? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Well. There is a voting process going on, as I'm sure you know. I'll phrase it that way. Um, and it's making a lot of headlines. But there, and some of these candidates are going at each other, some feuds. But there is a behind-the-scenes feud that's actually grabbing headlines these days. It all culminated last week when Conan O'Brien, John Stewart, and Stephen Colbert all made appearances on each other's shows. And it was kind of make amends for a feud, but things got ugly. Let's just say baseball bats were involved, stunt doubles, blow torches, even a little dancing. Um, now, the feud, it all started when Stephen Colbert said that he was responsible for the presidential, the GOP candidate, Mike Huckabee, kind of coming up in the polls a little. So... He, you know, because that's his whole shtick, kind of being the Republican. He called it the Colbert bump in the polls. <laughs> and so Conan said that. Is that like a four-month bump when a girl's pregnant? I, I, no, I imagine. It's actually a skin disorder. Oh, <laughs> yeah. it's like a cyst. It's, it's yeah. ugly. The Colbert bump is yeah. like a cyst. Yeah, you have to get lanced. Yeah. Ugh. Well. Is that, is that like with a sword? No, with an actual lance. With a lance, yeah. By like a knight. Jousting. <laughs> yeah. Lloyd like is on American the only one qualified yeah. to do it. Yeah. Like jousting on American gladiators? It's something like that. That'll yeah. clear up your skin disorders? Well, they they Colbert Stephen Colbert? It's, it's a long, pointy stick more than a big Q-tip, though. Hmm. So hmm. if I went on American gladiators, I would get my skin disorder caused by Stephen Colbert cleared right up. Although yeah. a lot of those gladiators have a lot of bumps all over their body, so I don't think it's helping. <laughs> I think those are called muscles. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, what do they do? 
<laughs> they help you. They help you on the computer, Lloyd. The English are unaccustomed. <laughs> yeah, I sit. I sit in a computer and I, I play uh, computer games. I don't yeah. know what muscles are. Yeah, what is the point of of really working out, though? I'm not talking about just being healthy, but like really bodybuilding. What is the to point? To show of off. I mean, it's I'm going to vanity. I'm. Yeah, I mean, it's like I'm going to make my muscles large for what purpose? Because you're not doing massive manual labor work. Yeah, no, you're, you're doing hardly any. Wow. Well, I think you know. It's obviously there's health benefits to to strength. No, but not that size. Because oh, that, that, well, that talking, of, are you talking about gladiator strong yeah. or just like lifting weights all? Well, the that's time? not gladiator strong. We're talking about gladiator shape, as in they mm. look like something burst all over them and <laughs> inflamed lots of. Uh, you sores. mean they look awesome? Well, the they thing look is, like a gym sack full of basketballs. <laughs> yeah, they don't. They don't really have that. Like if that's they've gone past where working out is a health benefit to the point where they're putting pressure on their heart. My wife puts pressure on my heart Aww. on a regular basis. <laughs> <laughs> the only pressure on their heart is I don't the pressure <laughs> to succeed and do America proud. Yeah, yeah. so they've got three pressures on their heart. That's true. Yeah, so they got a lot going for them. Well, anyway, back to the feud here. <laughs> I think you just said whelp. 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 Whenever I get to... some moonshine over there? Whenever I get into like an awkward situation or someone says that so there's something kind of a downer, or like you watch a game and the team you're cheering for loses and you're just kind of sitting there and it's like, whelp. <laughs> I think you almost have to say it as though you're in pain, like, well, <laughs> like you're like yawning or stretching. And I, and I, well, and I found we'll that. See you guys later. I found that it's good to follow that with, "Who wants pizza?" <laughs> <laughs> well, who wants pizza? <laughs> so just try it. If you're ever at a big event, something goes wrong or yeah, something weird just happens. Say it like you're stretching, though, Jesse. Yeah. Well, I was, I was I had that experience the other night. I was at a Magic game and uh, against the formidable Dallas Mavericks. Mm -hmm. We came out like we were, I don't know, on vacation. I don't know. I don't know what happened. We were down by 22 before you knew it, mm -hmm. like right at the beginning of the game. Yeah. And so then, you know, Dallas pops are a neutral. The Magic start to finally listen to my to my constructive criticism. Yeah, you're screaming. Yeah, Van Gundy was changing plays up, probably <laughs> hearing you yelling. Yeah, I, you know, finally they're taking direction like they're supposed to. For right? me, yeah, exactly. And so they turn it around. Yeah. Okay. Come back. Come back. Come back. Come back. Come back. About two minutes left. Minute and a half left. We're down by three. Place is going nuts. Going nuts. And then Dallas goes on a ten nothing run and wins by thirteen mm -hmm. or seven or and, and something. I mean, it was well. <laughs> See, I, I, we all got worked up for I, absolutely. Yeah. Nothing. I think the ultimate example recently was you know the Packers had this great season. They're playing. <laughs> oh. the, you know they their fans are the most hardcore it was fans. Storybook. They are. You know Brett Favre is. You see a Disney movie in the making. Exactly, and they. <laughs> are playing literally in the coldest game in NFL history. Packed, packed stadium in Wisconsin. Everyone is standing there freezing but could not be more excited. Yeah. We're making history here, folks. Yeah. Goes into overtime. What? Yeah. They get the ball back. What? Okay, winner Brett Favre. Winner goes to the Super Bowl. Yeah, winner goes to the Super Bowl. Brett Favre, all we need to do is to get you, is to, for you to get us in field goal range. What does he do? Interception. Interception. You know right then, like, everyone's just kind of standing there freezing, looking at the field like... Well, well <laughs> who, who wants, wants pizza? pizza? <laughs> <laughs> I find it good to use after, like, you've had a really deep conversation with someone where they've really poured out their heart, you know, like, just really, really, like, 
come clean about a lot of stuff, maybe some of their struggles or, you know, like something really devastating. And, you know, you get to the end of the conversation, you're like, yeah, man, that's rough. That's rough. Well, <laughs> yeah. I'm if, sensing that you and, have a real pastoral heart. And, and if you throw, if you throw out there, like even if you're like an intervention with like ten people, and everyone's like kind of in tears, and, and it just ends awkwardly. Like, well, who wants pizza? <laughs> Everyone will kind of look around and do that nod thing that people do. Like, well, you know, they kind of do the fake frown. Like, yeah, I, I do. Yeah, yeah, I'd like yeah. that actually. Yeah, so pizza yeah, sounds great. All right, do should I drive or should we carpool or how's this gonna work? And the guy whose life is just shattered is just set left in an empty room. <laughs> See you, <ya>, Bill. <laughs> yeah. Well, this has been productive. Yeah. We'll see you, Bill. We're going to go grab some Zah. You think about that, yeah. Bill. Yeah, we're going yeah, to go get some Zah. So. Um, oh. Two for one special down there. It's good. <laughs> Stuff crust tonight, I think. So <laughs> So we're good. Did, yeah. uh, did you have a slice? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some, there was the a slice somewhere crust. in there. I'm yeah. just going to have to wrap this one up. Not the stuffed crust, but of the news. Yeah. So... You know, Colbert originally took <laughs> took responsibility for the Huckabee, uh, the Huckabee rise, but Conan the bump, the, the the Colbert bump, Conan says that because remember back in the day he was doing the the Walker Texas Ranger lever that popularized oh, Chuck yeah. Norris yes. again in pop culture. Well, as we all know, I said it again. <laughs> Chuck Norris has come endorsed Huckabee, therefore making Conan responsible for the rise of Chuckabee. Because if 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 Chuck had not come back to a national uh, popularity, yes, his endorsement would not have carried any weight. Bingo. Right. So then, okay, so Conan brought Chuck back. Chuck. Brought, brought Huckabee, Huckabee yeah. back, and Colbert is and, and, just an afterthought. Yeah, right. and and okay. Colbert actually, Conan says that you know what, Colbert, I made you because you didn't make Huckabee. Huckabee made you. Conan went out and said, "Listen, I don't listen to the radio, so I've never heard his show." <laughs> uh, and he said that especially I've never heard the temporary host of the Colbert Report, Stephen Colbert. Um, but he clearly, I made him, and I made Chuck Norris, and I made Mike Huckabee. Wow. Well. Uh, the Comedy Central, their other big anchor, John Stewart, who's a good friend of Stephen Colbert, he went on record and said, Conan was actually on my show back in the early 90s, so I made him. Well, it came to a Wait, head. His, his show, not on Comedy Central. Oh, on MTV. Back, John right. Stewart had a show. The Leather Jacket, John Stewart. Yes. And yeah. The, yeah, the stonewashed denim, leather jacket. You may remember if oh, you yeah. kids are old enough. Um, the remote control era. Yeah. On MTV. Yeah, Astronaut was still, you know, real big then. Mm-hmm. Uh, Adam Sandler was just uh, the little geeky sidekick on that remote control. Yeah, yeah. and wasn't Colin Quinn the host of that? Colin Quinn was yeah. the host of that. Matt Pinfield was been big back then. Doing 120 minutes yep. late da- night Sunday Downtown nights. Judy Brown. <laughs> so it was that era was Julie? that Jon Stewart actually had Conan as a guest She's on dead his now. show. Don't we... Is she really? No, I don't know. I oh, kidding. okay. Uh, well, going on. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for it to just be silent for a minute. Because anytime you mention it, she's dead now. Well, well. <laughs> so, so let's they, wrap this up. They were all guests on each other's show and had a big fight scene in it. And Stephen Colbert and John Stewart actually did release a statement that said, 
you know, it was all in good fun, but in all seriousness, we just hope the kids out there learn sometimes that the best way to resolve conflict is with violence. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Huckabee actually went on the, the show, made a satellite appearance after the fight scene ended, and said, let's be clear, none of these guys made me. This great nation made me. Yeah. So you can oh, see that he has no sense of humor. <laughs> <laughs> well, he has a great sense of humor, and he was playing. Yeah. Yeah. I saw him on Leno. Dude's hilarious. Yeah. That's all I'm I saying. I mean, hey, he plays bass, you know? It's, see, here's, here's my thing about bass players. They're confident enough not to have to play electric guitar. And they're not, like, you know, as spastic enough where they got to play drums. They're cool. They're the coolest guys in the band because they just so play back and play like bass. So it's not like the bass oboe players. Oh, no. Those are the rejects of society. <laughs> wow. <laughs> We'd be better off with no bass oboes. <laughs> it just gives well, them an outlet. Well. <laughs> Um, being the resident, um, I was going to say web guy, but I guess web geek is probably more... Uh, the muscular. Yeah, the unmuscular person in the uh, office here. I'm going to bring you some web news. There is a group, and they've only named themselves as Anonymous. Helpful. Yeah. And they have managed to... Uh, the first thing they did, they've had... I mean, it says, the, the article lists that they've had a couple of big successes in their attack. Uh, and the first one is that they, they managed to create a denial-of-service attack on the, the main Scientology website, which basically means that the entire site crashed. So they've brought down the website uh, for, for kind of temporary periods. They also did something which is uh, known as Google bombing, which is basically you can, with enough kind of uh, bad references, bad links, bad searches, you can change the way Google pick something up and they managed to make that when you typed in dangerous cult that the scientology website mm. came up first wow. you know one time i i did a big ask jeeves bomb <laughs> it did not go over well uh, <laughs> i mean just i dogpile bombed them <laughs> and <laughs> it just wasn't effective i mean i spent a lot of time Jesus is tough. Yeah. He is. <laughs> well, no, it worked, but no one uses it. So it only took me like three times, three links to derail the whole search engine. <laughs> so anyone out there, just a little heads up, don't ask yeah. Jeeves bomb little, somebody. Little Lycos bombing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I also kind of goes on to say that the, <laughs> well, um, it goes on to say the, the anonymous group has actually stolen. Um, some secret documents. You sound like you're like going to auction something. <laughs> yeah. Just then. Did I? Well, well. <laughs> Gentlemen to the back. Is that? Nope. That's that's your lady. Okay. <laughs> um, that's the a good old, British. The oldest right bit in the book. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. I'm here all night, folks. <laughs> Try the veal. I feel like I'm um, watching BBC right now. <laughs> that is good. Some Britcom. I'm gonna yeah. write that down. Uh, yeah, they, the one thing they've done, they've managed to steal uh, secret documents that were actually hosted on the, the Scientologist's uh, main website. I mean, that's some serious hacking. And then they've just gone and made them available on their website and other peer-to-peer -peer sharing websites. I mean, I haven't, it doesn't actually detail what those documents were, but what, are the, what secret documents would Scientologists have? Like, the exact landing point of the aliens, or...? No, no well, actually, Scientology is from what I've read, is very protective of what their religion is all about. Like, you have to reach a certain class right. and of, you have to pay for each. Yeah, you have, to, you have to hit a certain level of qualification to even learn the deeper secrets of their religion. That's why at the flea market and stuff, they'll... They'll do that psycho psychological analysis yeah, to sell you the book. Where you hold you the little rods. Yeah. 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 To then start selling you the stuff. The only retaliation that the Scientologists have kind of had at this is um, <laughs> that one of their main statements has been, um, this group is a pathetic collective of computer geeks. Well, I mean... Are they talking about 
the anonymous. No, <laughs> no that's oh. that, that was their response oh. to the attacks oh, on their website. Oh. Are they talking about you, Lloyd? <laughs> <laughs> are they know who you are, Lloyd? <laughs> no, um, on the topic of Scientology, real quick, that Nancy Cartwright, who voices Bart Simpson, yeah. Yeah. actually big gave like ten million yeah. to Scientology. Yeah, that's more than Tom Cruise gave wow. in, a, in a recent campaign you, drive. Although, speaking of which, I've heard that the the, the top level. You know, this is very secretly guarded, but of course, you know, it started leaking on these peer-to-peer things. So the very top-level class you can take in Scientology, it actually turns out that you just watch Days of Thunder. So, <laughs> and that teaches you everything. <laughs> and you far and away. <laughs> yeah, it teaches you everything you need to know. Um, I've actually got some more science type news here. So okay. wait, Scientology is science now? <laughs> I've got some science without the tology. There's a, a, an interesting... Well, I say interesting. There's an experiment that's going to be going on uh, in March next month uh, when the U.S. shuttle goes up to the International Space Station. They're taking with them a Japanese astronaut uh, to the International Space Station. He's going to be in charge of constructing the Japanese scientific testing room on that space station, right? So the the first test that they're going to conduct, which has everyone on the edge of their seat, is he's going to throw a boomerang and see if it comes back to you in zero gravity. Which, uh, number one, it begs a couple questions. Number one, why would one think that a boomerang would come back yeah, they would, in zero gravity? I know without, enough science to know it won't. Right, yeah. without Ridiculous. air resistance. And number two, uh, not so much a question, as it, I think it highlights the fact that we have officially run out of things to do in space. I know. I, mean, <laughs> this point, I think it's time to go ahead and say, you know, space... Let's go ahead and hang it up. <laughs> I think we've learned everything useful. Yeah, it's true. It's like, you know, we've really... We've well, let's really, go do something. Yeah, we've I mean, hit our limitations. Well, with the space station, maybe it's time to just close the doors. Yeah, know? and let's let's do something fun. I mean, how long will it be, honestly, till we can colonize the moon? I mean, it, I'm, I'm not well, a big... stop, never. Well, it, maybe if we stop the experiments like boomerang into blackness. Yeah, then let's maybe stop we spending can... those funds and shuffle them back to the library. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> maybe, yeah. Maybe the, if we could pick up a couple extra dollars here and there at the library instead of having dance-offs, maybe we could afford to colonize the moon. <laughs> I mean, I know so political you, genius I, here. Okay. So you just flip the money back, so go back the other way. Essentially, a trickle-up economy. <laughs> yeah. straight up. <laughs> into space. Into the coffers of NASA. Speaking of space, who else is excited just kind of about this satellite that's falling back down to Earth? Oh, I'm extremely this guy excited. Is. <laughs> I'm extremely excited. I've heard there's actually like a, a group of people that are like these satellite watchers. Um, and they've known for a while that this spy satellite that the U.S., they only put it up there in like 06, and it costs billions of dollars. This is one of those high-tech satellites they've ever launched. It has the most sophisticated surveillance. So equipment. instead of going up there and throwing a boomerang, shouldn't they throw a lasso and try and grab it and yeah. jerk it back out of it? Well, descent? that's the thing. It's the size of a school bus. And okay. it's you can get hurling, big lassos. And it's, it's weightless, though. Well, apparently it's hurling towards the Earth somehow. I don't know. I'm not an I'm not an astrophysicist. But what I do <laughs> Are you know, a Scientologist. Yeah. But what my Scientology tells me. <laughs> anyway, there's these satellite watchers, and that, that's what they do. They watch this thing, and they they get really excited when satellites fall. Um, and it's happened a couple times in history. Sputnik fell, um, but you know some people are excited to actually. Communism fell. Yeah. It, yeah. It, they right fell out of, right around the same time. Yeah. Right out of space too. And you can actually get a piece of it. That's what they want to do. They want to get the, the debris. Yeah. Do they know where it's landing it? Because the last report I heard is that it was actually going to miss us. Is it now definitely coming back? They don't. They aren't sure. 
they were saying it could Ooh. land. Their their broad assessment was it could possibly land in North America. Uh-huh. So that kind of tells me they don't have a really great idea exactly yeah. where the school bus size satellite is going to hurl towards the Earth at. I read something I can't remember if it was on FARC or the Onion, but it said that it was projected to register a seven out of ten on the Bruckheimer scale. <laughs> well, I'm going to actually lead a ragtag team of oil drillers up. Um, <laughs> we're to see what we can do about this thing, you know. So I'm excited. <laughs> Hopefully, I'll see you guys again. <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, this is real quick. Anyone heading to the polls this week, if you're given a pen that doesn't work and the poll person tells you that it's actually using invisible ink, they're lying. Uh, <laughs> they are? <laughs> it happened to a bunch of people in Chicago who were given like styluses for like PDAs and told, oh, go ahead and mark the ballot. Um, it'll still register the invisible ink. It won't because there is no invisible ink. So who, why were you. those people doing that? Do you think it was funny? Um, the, people, the election committees are befuddled. Uh, the, the, As to why someone would do that. A spokesman for the Chicago Board of Elections says this one defies logic. So just a little heads up. Little no, public, boomerang in little, zero gravity defies logic. Little, little public service <laughs> announcement for you. All right, well, that'll do it for Slices. Up next, Felt Board Superstars. Listening to Seabird, the song is Stronger, not to be confused with Kanye West's song, Stronger, which is on his most recent album. It is a good jam. <laughs> well, so now here is Feltboard Superstars. And now, from NBC Studios and Calumet Baking Powder, it's Feltboard Superstars. The game for those in the Bible to know the Bible, for those pictured to Scripture, who have knowledge stored about the Lord. And now, here's your host, Cameron Strang! Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. We are back in black with another edition of Feltboard Superstars. Here with us today is current relevant media group intern Kayla Smith. Welcome, Kayla. Hi. She is a student at the University of Central Florida. She is originally from Fort Pierce, Florida. And tell the folks one just incredibly interesting fact about yourself. That's uh, a good question. (laughs) (laughs) We will ask you a series of four questions. Now, why is there a wild card? Uh, I just thought it'd be fun. <laughs> so it's hey, the more the better, right? Four so questions it's wild. plus a wild, a wild card. card. So essentially five questions. And it's wild. Okay. I exciting. will read you a question. I will give you a multiple multiple choices here. Okay? okay. And you will be right or wrong if you get them all correct. What do I win? You win a snap ride. A snap ride. Ride. Smith. <laughs> if you get them wrong, then you have to go. Work harder. (laughs) (laughs) All right. What's the theme today here, Jesse? The theme today is Christian news headlines. So if you know your Christian news and if you're up on current events, you should do pretty well. All right. First question. Here we go. Current Christian news. 
Headlines. Headlines. <laughs> of the world. Of the world. <laughs> the Vatican recently issued a report that alerted the Catholic Church to an alarming trend. What was it? A, the attendance to mass services in the U.S. is at an all-time low. B, the number of Catholic monks and nuns are on a drastic decline. C, Dan Brown's The Da Vinci Code has sparked a huge number of anti-Catholic knockoff novels. D, crimes against tourists, such as pickpocketing at Vatican City, are on the rise. Or E, the Pope-mobile is suffering from major engine problems. Well, I think um, I'm going to go with A. A, the attendance to mass services in the U.S. is no. at an all-time low. No, not that one. B. <laughs> B, the number of Catholic monks and nuns are on a drastic decline. No, why is that your answer? Wait, what was C? <laughs> C is Dan Brown's The Da Vinci Code has sparked a large number of anti-Catholic knockoff no. novels. No, I think it's A. A, the attendance to mass services in the U.S. is at all-time low. Yeah. That's your answer. Mm-hmm. Why is that? Because... It is. They're at a low. Uh, <laughs> the correct answer, according to Jesse's crack research team, That's otherwise right. known as him and a monkey. <laughs> the monkey did this. The one, monkey so. did this. One. So it could be wrong. The answer is B, the number of Catholic monks and nuns are on a drastic decline. So close. <laughs> you said it in passing. That's like driving by McDonald's and you say, I went to McDonald's. You no, know, you drove by it. It is a good strategy, though, because you can say it. Yeah, just and breeze and like, by all of and them. And like, look at Cameron's face and go, B-A. <laughs> That's okay. I see your strategy. Right. We got a game here. We got a game. Yeah. All right. So you are zero for one. D- disastrous start. We've never had anybody start zero <laughs> for one before. This week, the NFL announced that it could take legal action against any churches that violated the law by hosting a Super Bowl party that dot 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 a showed the game on a screen bigger than fifty-five inches. B showed bias towards one team over the other. Go Pats. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> you realize they lost, right? <laughs> okay, I just... Okay. 18-1. Uh, not perfect. Yeah. C, overdubbed Joe Buck and Troy Aikman's commentary with the pastor's play-by-play. D, displayed NFL logos in the sanctuary. E, equated Bill Belichick to the Antichrist. What's your answer? <laughs> they could take legal action against any church that violated the law by doing one of those things. I thought it was admission, but that's not an option. You thought it was what? I thought it was if they charged admission. Charging admission. Oh. But I guess not. Um, what was A, the big screen? A was showed the game on the screen bigger than 55 inches. I think I'm going to go with that one. You would be correct. Yes. That is correct. correct. That's yeah. very correct. Good job. Okay, next question. A MySpace group for atheists and agnostics was hacked repeatedly this week by Christian hackers. What did the hackers replace the site with? A, a link to religious websites a list of links to religious websites, B, a creation science page, C, a series of KJV Bible verses, D, a page simply reading Jesus' love, or E, YouTube videos of Davy and Goliath. Well, I think I actually read about this earlier, and I think it's D. D, a page simply reading Jesus' love is correct. Uh Uh-oh. And the crowd (laughs) goes wild. So, hang on, Christian... Christian, Christian hackers. hackers. They're bad, man. No, but I don't... Surely <laughs> hacking is illegal. But if you're fighting the evil forces of Satan... Well, that's like saying I'm going to kill all Satan. Are you going to answer to man's law or God's law? A little yeah, bit of <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say a little he bit of both. He walks the line. No, no, He's a man see, of the world. They're, doing, they're, they're breaking the law. Therefore, they're not... 
You know. Unbelievable, Lloyd. Because that's they're like breaking, saying they're breaking man's law. Yeah. <laughs> I still think it's a, a, a bit shady. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit shady. They have passive Christians in England. <laughs> yeah. We have subversive revolutionaries. Man. Next question. Lawmakers in Florida signed off on a major piece of legislation last week concerning faith in the classroom. What is the new law? Is it A, students will have a moment of silence before class starts that can be used for prayer? B, the word theory must accompany evolution science textbooks. C, a mandatory history lesson must be taught to include facts about the Bible. D, the phrase under God will be removed from the Pledge of Allegiance in Florida classrooms. Or E, gym shirts are now standard issued with the phrase Jesus is my homeboy on them. I hope it's not E. Um, I think it's uh, B. B, the word theory must accompany evolution in science textbooks. I think I just picked a random letter. Can you say... (laughs) (laughs) I like that tactic. I used to do that at school tests. You know the whole cab thing? Mm -hmm. You just do do cab over and over again. I actually passed a lot of tests doing it like that. I remember that. No? Yeah. Yeah, Stick to it. What did you say last time? B? (laughs) Then we go back to C. You said B. Okay. No, but this time, what was C? See, a mandatory history lesson must be taught to include facts about the Bible. Okay. Well, Lloyd's nodding, so I'm going to go with that one. <laughs> I just do that. I'm going to teach you a life lesson right now. <laughs> Never listen to a Brit. <laughs> Stick with I your know. gut yeah. and go with your first answer. It, was it would have been B. The Aww. word theory must accompany the word evolution in science textbooks. Evolution theory. Because nobody was there to see it firsthand. Oh, that's cool. Lloyd, he let her go astray. I think I just traitor. had a momentary stiffness in my neck then and, and just shook it out. Don't that's, ask me any more questions. That's what Benedict Arnold said, too. <laughs> right this way. <laughs> Leading the ambush. And for the wild card question, which is absolutely no more weighted than any of the regular questions. Except so it's I'd, wild. <laughs> TBN founder Paul Crouch recently expanded his TV empire into the world of amusement and entertainment parks. Which one of these did he recently acquire? A, the Gospel Music Hall of Fame in Branson, Missouri. B, Heritage USA in Fort Mill, South Carolina. C, the Holy Land Experience in Orlando, Florida. D, the Bible Days Adventure Park, D-A-Z-E, in Colorado Springs, Colorado. E, the Creation Museum in Petersburg, Kentucky, where we were last summer. Or F, World of Fun, Dementalism, <laughs> in Kansas City. Kansas. It's wild, folks. <laughs> the World of Fun, Dementalism. <laughs> What's your answer? I'm going to go with the Holy Land because I've been there. Yeah, he recently acquired the Holy Land experience in Orlando, Florida as Ooh. part of his empire. Very impressive. That was three out of five. Three out of five. I, I have to tell you, even though it's the best anybody has ever done, <laughs> you still failed. <laughs> It's just only like, 60%. Just like your precious patriots, unless it's perfect. <laughs> you should have stuck with cab. Yeah. All right, so three out of five. Thank you very much, Kayla Smith, for playing this week's edition of Feltboard Superstars.
You're listening to Let Me Go On by Seabird from their Let Me Go On EP, available at iTunes and stores nationwide. It's time for feedback. Last week, we asked you uh, to help us come up with some pitches for the new True TV. Uh, they have a couple nights that are not as epic as their other nights, and so we want to help them round out their programming schedules with uh, stuff. So uh, you wrote in. Here is some of your feedback. I'm a huge fan of this one from Travis. Swimmers versus whale, whale sharks. Why did you punch me tonight? <laughs> one hour special. Also, wait. So is that's it? Hold on, we need to Because I might watch this. Yeah. Okay, so it follows whale sharks getting punched, or is it after a whale shark has been punched? It's more of an investigative reenactment type thing. <laughs> Well, considering, well, it doesn't say telling here, the but, story of the punched yeah. whale shark. I, I mean, is it with, caught in the act? Yeah, with those like kind of slow mo reenactments. No, I, I'm thinking it's the only really safe. Bad ones to, like America's Most Wanted. Yeah. yeah, I'm thinking it's safe to assume that it is uh, a reenactment show because it, it's got to be. An, this is an hour long, folks. You know, if it's just one swimmer swimming up and punching a whale shark, even three or four. That's only that's about two minutes of program. See, I think this is kind of a special. I so do you I. have a volume yeah. one. Yeah, a couple years later, when you get the footage, you can have a volume two. Right. Yeah, it's like it's like a, a whale shark with his voice like distorted because he doesn't want to be identified. <laughs> and tell what? Yeah, because <laughs> he's embarrassed or why? Because he got punched. to protect he his identity. Yeah, because he caught what? Because he got punched. Yeah, because but they all get punched. No, but, but he doesn't want to go on record or else. I'm saying he got. Punched? He's the. He didn't want to be a rat. Right. You know what I mean? Exactly. Wait, so is he ratting out the humans? The swimmer, Because I yes. would think that I would be all about getting these well, things it, out of the water. No, I mean, he the, the swimmer could possibly face some jail time. Yeah. And he doesn't want this swimmer coming after him. Yeah. You know? But he talks about he goes one day, he's just sitting there at the reef, mm-hmm. hanging out, eating yeah. the plankton. And this swimmer has most likely punched his fair share of whale sharks in his day. Yeah. So he's not going to know which one dimed him out. But then again, you know, if this is a multi-part special, I'm seeing all sort of scenarios with whale sharks and swimmers so i mean let's just say i would watch this repeatedly i'd tivo it and i would uh save it forever can i just say to that person who wrote in uh upset about us saying uh stuff about ducks last week we do not in any way uh condone ducks getting assaulted we don't condone whale sharks getting assaulted we don't condone we don't think it's funny we would weep if we saw it happen. We would probably stop it if it, if we saw it happen in reality. Uh, we just, all need to just lighten up and realize that it's just ridiculous, non sequitur humor. Right. And we are not condoning animal violence. If you're out there listening to us thinking, hey, these guys are cool. They're into animal violence. I'll give it a try. <laughs> Don't. Yeah. They're not into animal violence. Yeah. And I'm it, a pet owner. And, right. And frankly, if you're out there thinking that we would find animal violence funny. Frankly, that is insanely offensive to make that assumption about us. No, it is. We're it's, turning the tables. No, it's incredibly offensive. Yeah, I'm a, like, could I'm you a... be more offensive than to insinuate that we would actually find animal violence funny? It's like you're making a judgment on our character, and you... You don't know us. In fact, it makes me so mad, like, honestly, that I just want to go out <laughs> just I just want to beat a whale, whale shark to death. <laughs> <laughs> That's how bad it ruffles my feathers. Like a duck's feathers are ruffled when I just boot him on my way to work. Get out of my way, duck. That's how mad I am. <laughs> I mean, I, I think it goes without saying. 
I think it goes without saying that. I mean, you know, we do tell a lot of jokes on right. there. Well, but I'm dead serious about that. Because we just said it. But I, I, I mean, we all know how much of an anim- animal lover I am. Uh, like pigs and... No. <laughs> being loved by animals no, is I not mean, the I'm same a pig as lover. being an animal lover. I'm, I'm a pig lover. But that sounds like you're the lover. You are the loved. <laughs> pigs. I, consi- I, I consider it a two-way relationship. <laughs> He still thinks fondly of him. <laughs> I was watching my guess funny some videos the other day, and the lady's like in a farm, and a cow gets on two legs Uh-oh. and and oh my. basically tackles her. No. I thought of you and the pig because it was the same thing. Well, the pig and I and that cow, we all share the same love. <laughs> Do you and the pig correspond ever? <laughs> no, I think of him Does when I'm eating bacon. <laughs> <laughs> do you do you cry a little like he eats him? bacon maliciously <laughs> it's revenge yeah. one by one he, i'm doing he cries angry tears every now and again the phone phone will ring and i'll pick up and there'll be nothing and then i'll Hello? hear like a snuffle <laughs> like a, a deep snuffle and then a kind of you know almost a maniacal laugh and then it hangs up <laughs> and that's it the calls are coming from inside the house. If you uh, <laughs> if you don't know what we're talking about, go back about four or five weeks and be scarred for and life. Be scarred yeah, for life. Yeah, and let go of any sense of of normality. I that think. You had I think it was. Life. Was it Lloyd's first week? I think so. I think it was. We started with a bang. You will gain some perspective on Lloyd, but you'll lose some innocence. Yeah. <laughs> you'll gain some perspective that you wish you never had. And you'll never turn your back on a pig again. <laughs> You will not. <laughs> you gotta watch those things. I lock eyes now. Yeah. Well, Travis had one more. When rabid squirrels attack, just when you thought it was safe to feed the squirrels in the park. Again, I'm seeing a special. Yeah, it's not I, a series a for sure. It's a yeah. one-off. But it, I would. Would you watch? Very entertaining. I would, would TiVo it. Okay. If I saw you. a promo, I'd TiVo it. But absolutely, I have been attacked by a squirrel and bitten to the point where I needed injections. So when you get bit by a squirrel, it's like, well, it wasn't so bad. I don't need to get shots this time. I mean, like, it seems like pretty much just as a rule of thumb, if you're getting bit by a squirrel, you should probably probably go and get shots. Yeah, you should probably get that shot. But are you saying leave that one like to chance? Yeah, but this was so bad that you. I mean, it wasn't that deep a bite, but it was in a confined area, and this. It was when, again when I was working uh, looking after animals. So was these the confined area. Did you have to tell the adult about it by pointing to a doll? <laughs> <laughs> Were puppets involved at any point? <laughs> While we're on the subject of these reality shows, I I have to reveal to the world something that they need to go and watch. Um, I, and I recently saw on the on the message boards about other podcasts you listen to. There is a kind of an eccentric stunt bicycle rider in Tulsa who goes by the name of Biker Fox. He's what's his name? Biker Fox. You can go to bikerfox.com. Oh, he said Michael Fox, like Michael J. Fox. He has one move that's called the Biker Fox Flip. And what the Biker Fox Flip is, is he rides really fast. Most of the time, and I'm not even kidding, in, through an intersection, mashes the front brakes and goes flying over the handlebars. That's his trick. It's called the Biker Fox Flip. So basically, he wrecks. Yes. Now, he is also a amateur uh naturalist and he has his own video podcast that has a lot of mountain bike tricks 
but he has one that call that has him feeding raccoons. And what he does is he opens his garage door one night, and I am not kidding, 35, 40 raccoons come wandering <laughs> Dude, in. Dude, I it just is- went to bikerfacts.com, and it is a continual video of him flipping over his handlebars. <laughs> I am actually, <laughs> and, and, and when he lands on his feet, he's like stunned, like, "What happened?" Yeah. You know, I am actually. Oh, he looks like someone guy. I want to hang out with. He's he's, is, a, he's he has insane. a skullet, and he is yeah. trying it. I I am actually on this website. He was on <gasps> in my early days in college radio. I he was a guest on my college radio show. What? <laughs> he is a gift to the world. Biker it's Biker. a shame that this is this is audio only because we're seeing a whole lot of uh, rock. Oh! 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 Yeah, we're we're seeing a whole. Go to bikerfox.com. Do not. Go to bi- Biker do Box. not we repeat: Do not go to bikerfox.com. It is a world of to, wrong. You're gonna have to tell an adult about it by pointing to a yeah. doll. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, Biker Fox has a video podcast that is mostly bicycle tricks. But he has this one where he opens his garage door and all these raccoons wander in. And you're like, what in the heck? How do they know to come? He gets this big bucket of corn kernels and starts dumping them around the garage. (laughs) And these raccoons just swarm it. Then he puts the corn kernels in his hand and begins feeding the raccoons. And one of them bites him. And he just acts like, ah, it's nothing, it's nothing. And he keeps feeding the raccoons corn. He's maybe the most eccentric genius the world I, has ever known. I have a theory of why he acts the way he does. It's called rabies. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, no lie. All, website makes a lot of sense On, on his website, all this website, he has a whole section of glamour shots. And they're really, like, some of him are, like, with a rose and a tuxedo. And, and you get, okay, if you go to the site and look at, or look around at the pictures, you're going to think, this guy is just a comic genius. That's all he is, is a comic genius. I'm telling you, he's not in on the joke. <laughs> no. No. Yes, no. Cameron, I swear, I've talked to this guy. But that's the genius of it, is that it's all straight face. The rabies, no. the rabies is so severe. He actually thinks, he was trying to do a proper stun in all those videos, and he's fallen off. And he, <laughs> he believes it to wear be the that outfit. No, Cameron, I am not kidding you. He, he exists. He rides around Tulsa. He's insane. He oh he okay when he was on a radio show he actually there was parts when he was hysterically laughing there were parts when he was weeping literally weeping because he was talking about how fitness changed his life no I just got sad yeah wow Debbie Downer <laughs> well well who wants pizza no but he was doing it in a way to get us inspired about Rabies. mountain biking oh. he's a gift to the world I like this one it's from Relafan forty seven. The show would be called Would You Sit on This? <laughs> yes. And it's called The Horrors of the Public Restroom. <laughs> oh, oh, I, I just like the I idea of it, it being a random colle- assortment of things. Right. Yeah. And you just challenge people things. with, Would you sit on this? Right. Like, <laughs> yes. Like you get a dollar a full for of everything. Empty Coke bottles. And, you yeah. Know, or $10 for everything you sit on. And it's a series until you hit your limit. Right. You just a, won't sit on a, this. A block of ice, you know, then one is like, you know, Acid. a tank of live right. lobsters. <laughs> Would you sit on this? Yeah. And, you and have then to... you get you get the $10 and you move on to the next right. one. Yeah. Well, would you sit on this? And then you have to do it. I, one of them I might just be that. like a cushion. Again, not right yeah. for yeah. true TV. Well, but, with watch it. It. but you start you start out with a cushion and you build up to like, you know, jagged glass and metal. Can the price go up there? Would you I'd, sit yeah. on this? I would <laughs> prefer it to say. be $10 for a cushion and then as you keep going, you it know, gets 400 larger. Yeah. 
Yeah. For five thousand dollars, would you sit on this? <laughs> That's how they'd say it. That's what I. I would. That's watch a better nail. Yeah. I would TiVo it. Yeah. I would watch that. Yeah. Mm. I TiVo it, tape it, and bring it in. <laughs> Illegally old, rip it to a, a disc, upload it onto thing. the internet, put it on my YouTube, and post it on my MySpace. <laughs> <laughs> That's how much I like it. Wow. <laughs> right before we ask this week's editorial question week, I have a quick relevant update for you. This is straight from our crack team over at relevantstore.com. We're looking for talented artists and musicians to contribute their work for great exposure on the uh, online store. Uh, RelevantStore.com's purpose is to showcase uh, great independent art, whether it be uh, painters, artists, designers, musicians, uh, independent clothing companies, whatever it is, you know, here's a platform for the best of the best. Email Matt Addington at Matt at RelevantMediaGroup.com if you're interested in partnering with RelevantStore.com. Yeah. Also, you know, don't forget, don't forget about the Relevant Party coming up March 8th. You can't forget. It's Baron Von Baer, Seabird, and uh, Pigeon John playing here at our offices March 8th in Orlando, Florida. You can go to relevantmagazine.com slash party for all the info. Uh, or if you have any questions or anything like that, you can, or, or if you want to bring me a big cake or mm. if you want to plan any like mm. special surprises or anything like that, email Teresa, spelled phonetically, Theresa mm. at Teresa at relevantmediagroup.com if you are going to bring a cake just use your discretion please don't have it be one that someone pops out of so there's your relevant updates and now for this week's editorial question of the week editorial question of the week hey. uh, one of the things behind the scenes you know we don't tell you about everything but one of the things we're doing right now is actually working on a slew of new t-shirts uh, for relevantstore.com actually so would, would good you, little segue would you say it's a bevy of, of t-shirts maybe a gaggle T-shirts. Glut. Wow. A glut. A really? glut. Wow. We're going to have a ton of them. That's a lot of t shirts. Yeah. So uh, we want you to help us come up with the perfect relevant podcast t shirt slogan. Uh, we, help, we, we asked you guys a few weeks ago to help us come up with relevant podcast slogans, and they were good. But we need that perfect, epic t shirt slogan that, that says, When I'm wearing this, I mean, this thing says something about me. This is who I am world yeah it's a shirt that defines me and yet for i mean there's what fifty thousand unique individuals who listen to this podcast but we need one shirt that is so personal that defines every single one of you so and then and then uh we'll make them we'll we'll put them up on the store and you guys you know can go and 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 buy some podcast-esque apparel items but we need your ideas we want we want some ideas and we have our own we don't want them to reference the podcast completely though because we want it to be able to yeah you know i you know there can be an argument for i was punched by a whale shark or i punch whale sharks or something like that but if somebody sees it they're not going to go oh i want to listen to that you know what i mean mm-hmm. so yeah, they're going to think we're all about it yeah, there's something about the inside jokes but there's also something about thinking outside the box yep so just hit us with your best shot Fire away. <laughs> Said the way with shock. Yeah. Email us at editorial at relevantmagazine.com or feedback at relevantmagazine.com and we will read our favorite relevant podcast t-shirt slogans on the air next week. All right. Well, on that note, that'll do it for this week's edition of the podcast. Uh, many thanks to Kayla Smith for participating and failing in this week's edition <laughs> of Felt Board Superstars. Uh, next week, we'll be back uh, in full effect 
with uh, some musical variety show antics. I'm not going to say who's going to be performing, but unless Jesse offends all the bands next week, too, <laughs> we should actually have somebody come through. I don't apologize. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so on that note, make sure to tune in for that. All right, well, I'm Cameron Strang. I'm Jesse Carey. I'm Ab Smith. I'm Wood Kinsley. We'll see you next week. Anytime, anywhere. Well, who wants pizza?